Yo, yo, yo. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. This is a podcast where we come to talk about mental health, wellness, peace, tranquility, healing, but more importantly, community. Thank you for tuning in again to one of the greatest shows ever published, ever. And I am one of your hosts, Good Life underscore Rush. You can follow me by that name on all social media. And you can buy both of my books on Amazon. Just search me in Good Life for Us. Hey, hey, it's the bipolar ghostwriter, aka Aaron Zendula. Hey, you can catch me on all platforms, especially with Good Life for Us now. So, yeah, stay tuned, tap in. Yo, what's up, everybody? We're back. Mm-hmm. And it's weird saying we're back because we put out a lot of content and y'all hear us a lot. Mm-hmm. But I guess we're back in a new sense. Like, I remember in the beginning, like when we first started recording together, we had this kind of fire, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this kind of empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's coming back to the show. And it's going to be a more balanced show. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree because man sometimes when the vibe just get going you know what I mean it's kind of like you can't unlight that flame for real because you know stuff just kind of gets sparking for real so yeah, I feel like like you said we post something all the time but I definitely missed y'all like I feel like we yeah. haven't really been like we've been on the road yeah <laughs> definitely so you know the check in real this time like, yeah honestly, yeah, I think this is a good thing. This mm-hmm. is caring about your craft. You know, mm-hmm. you caring how it's produced mm-hmm. and caring how it's made and caring how it affects you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's a lot of this and having this show continue. It's like, it takes a lot of effort and energy, mm-hmm. you know, and um, commitment. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something you love. Yeah, and I really want to, you know, give you your, you know, your flowers because I really appreciate you, you know, giving me this opportunity and stuff. And mm-hmm. man, I couldn't even see it even happening on any other show, to mm-hmm. be honest, for real. Because you can't be this real any other, you know, any other yeah. show. Like, for real, you know, that vibe really, you know what I mean, really makes a difference, you know, mm-hmm. with certain like minded people. And, you know what I mean? And some people you just can't talk with at all, you know what I mean? Right. And, Having that and, you know, other people being able to get feedback from that and actually learn from it. Like, yeah, I really yeah. appreciate you. Bro. <laughs> you already having that platform for, you know, introverts and, you know, others like ourselves and stuff to be able to listen to some real stuff and not just no BS, no distractions, just wasting our times or anything like that. So, right. I say to you, Wolf King, really well, appreciate thank you. you. Thank yeah, you. For real. Uh, that means a lot, but every time we have these conversations, I'm reminded, you know, why this is a show and why this was necessary and needed. And um, it's to show people, you know, these can be, these should be casual conversations. Mm-hmm. And it could be heavy topics, it could be personal topics, mm-hmm. you know, but we also can have that conversation in a healthy manner where we're both understanding each other, mm-hmm. not just talking at each other or talking through each other. So, Mm-hmm. A lot of people have reached out and said, yo, this is, you know, this is what we need. And mm-hmm. I like how even when, you know, the guests don't agree, it's not like confrontational. Exactly. It's not an argument. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We make up at the end, like, yeah, accept it or, you know We're what giving I mean? each other perspective mm-hmm. and then we can agree to disagree, you know, more times than not. Mm-hmm. And even revisit this conversation at a later date, mm-hmm. you know, but how certain conversations are had we don't open we don't leave the door open for them to be had again Mm -hmm. so all of this is a step in the right direction you know what i mean when it comes to communication it comes to fellowship and togetherness Mm -hmm. so uh we wouldn't be able to do this without you know the people at home Mm -hmm. and you guys listening in and checking in and writing in like Mm -hmm. that stuff is greatly greatly appreciated Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um it helps us want to come and do the show mm-hmm. and want to put out more because we know people are actually receiving the information and receiving a lot of it. So mm-hmm. some of this hopefully is resonating. Some of this information, hopefully you're passing on to other people. But most of this information, hopefully you're digesting. You're taking it in for yourself. 
and then seeing what you can apply to your life to be able to apply it to someone else's life. So, because mm-hmm, we're learning from this also, Absolutely. you know what I mean. So, like we said before, we learn and heal every day. So, you know, we are not the ones to say like we know all, we are healed, and all this stuff. No, we're learning with y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's the power of it—the learning and teaching. You know, the process, the transferring of energies and stuff. And you all telling us how you feel, your responses to like that feedback. You know, it's part of our growth also you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it helps us know where we need to talk more and you know also helps us with knowing you know what the community wants to hear and needs to hear so it kind of gives us that balance you know what i mean so we're learning from all we're teaching all it's that whole process of the community you know what i mean and knowing Mm -hmm. what we should not be talking about also you know what i mean like something Mm -hmm. that would just throw off the entire focus you feel me so you all giving us that feedback letting us know like takes ourself out of the whole you know the whole type of situation so it makes it a whole type of thing so yeah yeah and we bring um the opposite side to balance things which is the security to have these conversations and open up these topics you know Mm -hmm. and discussions because like you mentioned um there are distractions like there's distractions all on your journey Mm -hmm. in every facet in every lane there's going to be a distraction, mm-hmm. you know? So today we're going to talk about distractions. We're going to unpack the type of distractions there are. Good, bad distractions. We're going to unpack discipline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're going to unpack value, the value in what you're saying, knowing your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because knowing your purpose, you know you will have, you know... The enemy on your back, the you know whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean. So just like how they always say, you know, God gives the hardest, you know what I mean. Yeah. The hardest situations to the biggest soldiers, you know what I mean. However the word, however the saying goes, but it's like the toughest battles to the yeah. I don't know. The toughest battle to the strongest soldiers. I'm like, yeah, facts. You know what I mean. Some biblical shit. Exactly. Whatever they put in there, but you know, you know, you know, you know, you feel me? Because the real no, we we can be. On the smoothest sailing, you know what I'm saying? And they, you know, something just hit us. Like, yeah. where the hell did that come from? It ain't got nothing to do with us. You know what I mean? And that's sometimes it's just, we just got to handle certain shit. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it builds us to be ready for the next. And, you know, it also lets us know, like you said, our value. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't be able to survive through what a lot of people that, you know, that right. we've been through. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just having that power to wake up the next day you feel what i'm saying like that's big and the distractions go 24 7 you feel what yeah. i'm saying like chemtrails the distraction while we're just living you know just kicking it like right random stuff like that to where some things we just can't handle or take control of until we become the solution of that so yeah it's definitely distractions is and that translates to helping you solve other problems like knowing your value because mm-hmm. when you know your value you can assess outside value you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and this is something this is even a lesson i teach my kids like if you want my attention i'm either gonna give it to you or you're gonna ask for it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. you can't steal my attention you can't take my attention you can't buy my attention Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i'm disciplined on a different type of level than people are typically used to dealing with so Mm If you're going to come to me and distract me when I'm doing something, you got something to say. Like, what's the value in what you have to say? Is what you have to say more important than what I got going on? Like, can it wait? This is something that now you can assess this situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you are not just out here being a distraction to people. Because mm-hmm. if there's no value in what you're, you know, about to say while you're interrupting me, then you're distracted. And if you're distracting me from what I'm trying to do, you must not understand my purpose and what I got going on. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now everything will come tumbling down. Like, like we were saying, we was talking off air, like, um, the other day, like, you don't need to worry about all of the, um, disaster or catastrophe. You know what I mean? You just need to worry about that first domino that was to Mm-hmm. That first problem that knocked all the other problems down. The source. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's it's a lack of discipline. Yeah. It's now you're becoming a distraction in your life. Now you're becoming a distraction in somebody else's life. Now you're allowing anything to distract you. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? And like paranoia type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's a real thing. You know what I mean? Like anxiety, all this thing being driven from anxiety is a real thing. Anxiety is a distraction in itself. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it, it's it borders lines like with the indecisiveness versus being direct. Mm-hmm. And everybody has anxiety. Everybody has different levels about anxiety about several different things. And basically, what it is is like you know you make a choice, and your mind's trying to make like six choices at once and do six things at once. Mm-hmm. And your anxiety gets worse the more things you know how to do because. You know, there's this rule like, you know, if you can do it in two, three minutes or less, just do it. Mm -hmm. So when you start getting consistently good at things and doing them quickly, there's like five things right now I can do in like two minutes. You feel me? (laughs) So your mind just wants to be like, all right, 10 minutes. But it don't work like that in real time. Because like you were saying, like there's good and bad distractions. So sometimes I need to distract myself versus this from this 10 minutes. So it may take me to do the first task in two, but I need to take a two, three minute break. I can't just jump right into the next two minute thing. And I'll distract myself with things to do that. To me, that's a good distraction. You know what I mean? Um, And another example of a good distraction would be like a friend, like making you laugh, keeping you smile like on one of your fucked up days. Mm-hmm. And they really, like, you done forgot this shit was happening by the time they about to leave. Like, damn, like, good looking. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a bad distraction, I mean, there's hella bad distractions. Uh, <laughs> but, like, texting and driving, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things of that nature. Why you at work? Um, you me such a such trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, that. and you focus on some home shit. Yeah, you already got your goals ready. You can't yeah. get distracted or you're going to forget some of your goals. And that goes two like, ways. Because yeah. some people go home and try to focus on work shit. Yeah. That's a distraction. Yeah, you ain't at work is. no more. You done clocked out. Yeah, so now we about to talk about this relationship. I don't want to hear about your job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know where your mind is. You know what I mean? And then, and then there's the distractions in the middle. Mm. There's a distraction that is... I mean, all of this is perspective-based, but those mm-hmm. things will be more in the middle, I would say. They're not one side or another. And that would be, to me, like a distraction, like a rebound, like dating somebody to help you get over this past person or just, you know what I mean? And I mean dating by, like, y'all going out to a carnival or some shit, not mm-hmm. like y'all in a relationship, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, dating, so you just, like... Because a lot of times what happens is, especially with the rebound situation... You were the good person in the relationship. You was the one putting into the relationship. And you done did all this other shit in the relationship. So I want my shit. I want to go to the movies. I want to go, you know, go to the, go shoot pool. I want to do what I want to do. So now that I'm not in this relationship with you, like, why should I miss out on what I want to do? And there's other motherfuckers out there, potentially, who just got out of some shit, who just want to go shoot pool. I, that's kind of because I see I feel like two people will look at that differently. You know what I mean? But those to me are more in the middle. It's it's kind of hard to look at texting and driving as a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel right. me? That's already on one side. Yeah. And then yeah. the friend thing is it's hard to look at that as a bad thing. Like yeah. that's on the other side. And then you got that shit in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, is it, is he, uh, like, is that person like a friend or could it be more than a friend? It's kind of like it caused a little bit of confusion because like really this distraction was here to heal you. But sometimes you could fall head over heels because that can become like an addiction from that healing. So you could be distracted and deep into that healing besides focusing on the solution from the healing. So it's kind of. But what if y'all end up staying together and get married and live happily ever after? Is that a good thing that you. Right. That's Went on a date with the rebound. You see what right. I'm saying? That's it could like go either way. Yeah. And the perception <laughs> comes in because the way everybody else will look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they always put time limits on certain things. Exactly. Like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be in this well, It doesn't already. work today, so it's never going to work. Right, right. If we're not happy yet. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be this happy already. Y'all but happy it's too like, soon. Yeah. yeah but it's like, you know, the, that's the comeback from it because it's like, that just go to show like, I'm not the type to want to stay in that despair for that long. You know right. what I'm saying? Especially if it is that type of, you know, uh, sort of power that it's going to. So, like we said, this distraction that does come forth, it becomes, you know, a good distraction that 
you know, distracted us to a different path altogether, you know, mm-hmm. like a whole nother picture. So it's like that distraction became a symbolic little thing that you saw and then it just kind of brightened you more because you've seen a bigger picture for where you was already at. Mm-hmm. So it was sent there on purpose mm-hmm. to distract you. So it's it's different way. Yeah, it definitely is. Because you don't know that. You know what I mean? That's knowing. That's becoming into to. the unknown. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and a that's part the of the test. Power. Yeah. It's a part of the test. And those mm. tests have existed forever, I feel like. Mm-hmm. As long as we've been out here doing shit. And trying to have shit and hide shit and test each other, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's it. But I feel like that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um my favorite is like it's so it's depicted in so many movies. But Ready Player One was like one of my favorites. You know what I mean? Um and at the end, like so basically if you beat the game, the guy passed away. So they're in the future. And it's dope because they're in Columbus, Ohio. But they're what? in the future, and it's all virtual reality game. Like, you live in the virtual reality game. Mm-hmm. So you make your character, you go in there, you put currency in there, you spend money in there, you can buy shit. If you die, you lose all your shit, got to start over. All right, okay. <laughs> lose all your outfits, your money, your bling, your cars, everything. You got to start over. This for real. We forget so our memory and everything. the guy that created it when he passes away, <coughs> he, get, he creates his competition. Whoever can beat the whole competition get his three keys you unlock it and then you win you you're the owner of that that world it's called the oasis you're the owner of the oasis you decide whatever's going on in that joint you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's up to you you want to up the price do do whatever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so at the end when the kid finally you know he wins winning is not the final test Mm -hmm. you have to know him that's kind of how the game was you got to know him it goes off his favorite movies as a kid. But you have to know him. And it has a library in there. All the information ever about him. Different clips of his life. All this type of shit. So it gets to the end. And obviously it's a hologram of him. Like presenting all this shit. Mm-hmm. And he's this free. He don't fuck with like. You know what I mean. The man the industry type of person. Mm-hmm. So the That's last final test is. Are you want everything. He says, like, we got a lawyer who came in to sign the contract and paperwork. So he picks up the pen. He about to go sign. He's like, wait a minute. Like, he wouldn't want something like that. You wouldn't want to sign. You wouldn't want me to sign my away to this. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, good. Like, you, you go. got it. That and was like the biggest test. Yeah, yeah. You would have lost. You would have lost out on it. Yeah. And he was like, good job. Like, because it was a bunch. There was an adult who had money. Who owned the company sending people into the Oasis trying to win the contest. So he got hundreds of people trying to win it for him. him. Mm -hmm. And this kid ain't got no money, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Living with his aunt. His parents died. Living with his Mm -hmm. aunt. Trying to judge. Dealing with her boy, crazy boyfriend. and You know what I mean? And he got his friends in there. But it's real life shit outside. The dude trying to really kill them in real life too. Oh, so it's a So he really took, he in between, you feel me, got to win in here, got to get out in real life because they about to blow up the spot that I'm in, you dig? Right. And you just in a virtual reality. So you just in the room and your shit and they got these little treadmills and shit so you can really simulate walking it. It's like guinea pig. It's crazy. Mm. Even where he lives, it's called the stacks. All the point is like a bunch of fucking trailers stacked up on top of each other. That's how they live. It's it's crazy with the movie. So Ready Player 2 about to come out. The movie's so dope. The book was fire as fuck. But that's the concept. You know what I mean? Like, it's rarely like the test is what you think the test exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly, because that makes you look at things symbolically, like we talk about all the time, because you're looking at usually, like, the main little things that get you to the keys or whatever. Not not the main little things that get you to the keys, but the, the main things that got you through that door. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, in between that, you're not looking at probably, like, how that booby trap was sat there or why that booby trap was over there or, right. you know what I mean, little, like, why is this maze like this? Like, what are we going to, heading to, and whatnot? And then, you know, especially with seeing that the person, the maker of this game was not of what we thought would be it would exactly. be. You know what I mean? So, obviously, you know, it's a bigger picture to it. You know what I mean? So, when you do just get up here to this stereotypical type of ending like oh you won the prize da, 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 when really yeah. 
what was the price for if we don't know the message on why we actually did this whole course? Yeah, you and it was, I mean? and you had to know because it was tied to the backstory because mm-hmm. the creator had a partner, mm-hmm. and the game, the shit started blowing up. So like he did some corporate shit, and he lost his partner. So now they fell out; they stopped fucking with each other. So the partner's still alive, but he passed away. So obviously he go on to be fucking Elon Musk and shit. The partner just living his life. Yeah. So the lesson at the end was don't make the same mistake I made. I mm-hmm. signed some corporate, some business shit, and I lost my best friend, my brother. Mm-hmm. The only because he's super, he was super antisocial. He was like a uh, fucking Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. He only had that was his only friend. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the girl, it's it's a deep movie. <laughs> go watch this shit. Yes. But they had a little public beef. They had a little beef, too. That's how they fell out. Mm-hmm. It was over a girl. Mm-hmm. And again, he ain't never did none of that. Mm-hmm. So the girl that he ended up really loving, having a crush on, the best friend, married. So he ain't in this tech shit no more. But he never he never tried. Yeah. And he was telling him, like, shoot your shot. And he didn't. He, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm about to pull up it. Yeah, cross over it. Like, what? Yeah, I see, I see what you So he didn't know? get the money, didn't get the shit, but he got the girl. You dig what I'm saying? And, and that was his him. only regret. Yeah. And that's what they was trying to figure out at the end. That was one of the ones. That's how he had to get it with the contract. Because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, his, his worst regret wasn't dying or not getting a girl. His worst regret was signing that contract and losing his best friend, his brother. Because mm-hmm. he, he did some corporate shit, some shit they agreed they wasn't going to do. Mm-hmm. So that at the end, that's the lesson. You need to learn from my mistakes. Because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be better than me. But you got to relinquish that. You know what I mean? Or you become the distraction. That's all these old head niggas. You 40 trying to dress 20. Yeah. And stand on the block and go pick up people in a dating pool and be at their clubs and shit. Like, Probably relevant. You a distraction, bro. Yes. Because now the people that they would naturally be mating with, here you are. Yeah, in the way. You dig what I'm saying? In the way. Because it's like, for, for like, you know, everybody's. You know, that's, that brings us to the point of being still. That brings us to the point of refocusing, you know what I mean? And knowing your purpose. Because mm-hmm. when you do see these distractions, that's where desperality comes in at and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because, like, for real, for real, while they're there, they're just there to accomplish getting your attention. Because after that, it's, it's nothing after that, pretty much. So it's kind of oh. like, your distraction can be a dead end. You know what I mean? Just like how on the game, like, you either die or so you lose everything. Yeah. So you got to rebuild and it's probably a whole new maze that oh, you probably got to go through again. So <laughs> it definitely, you know, makes you look at it like, okay, I understand you want to be happy. You know what I'm saying? You want to stay young, da, 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 but that also digs into a depression. So it's like, okay, you're a distraction because you really are trying to run from the bigger picture. So yeah. it's like, that's toxic. You know what I mean? That's yeah. very toxic because it's like, we're trying to figure you out for why you want to be happy in this unknown area you know which you weren't naturally probably a part of but it's like you make everything look good but in reality you got some shit that needs to be handled in there Mm -hmm. and it's like that makes it even more toxic on somebody else because it's like a whole thing of weight of heaviness that we don't even know we're going into and it's like a distraction where it was something so easy to just get our attention and it took us away from probably like thousands of years Mm-hmm. And it could just drop us right where we, you know what I mean, where we started. And just for that one second. You know what I mean? That's why it's like, when you do see people who's hit rock bottom and stuff like that, like, and just seeing them come back, you know, with a smile and stuff like that. It's like, for real, he, that person may not have anything now. You know what exactly. I mean? But you've seen that person on the highest of all highs, but still coming through, you feel what I'm saying? But it's like, damn, what you been through, bruh? You know what I mean? Like, to yeah. get you back here. You feel me? But it also humbles the person that's observing it, too. Because why are you still here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And they might have needed that. Mm-hmm. A reality check. So but that, that, but that just that. goes to show, like, because a lot of times in a lot of people's, I feel like, families and their circles, like, mm-hmm. they're all trying to play heal the other one. You dig? Like, mm-hmm. and you don't know what somebody going through. You don't know that they was abusing that shit at the top. And they needed to plummet to the bottom. Mm-hmm. This was their lesson. And this was their test. Can you bounce back? You say you're supposed to be there. All right, I'm going to take everything. Can mm-hmm. you get it back? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once, I mean, that's cool, but can you do it twice? Mm-hmm. You dig? And then you, in that mindset, if this ain't for you, like, all right, bet I'm going to only have to do it twice. And 
they gonna be back a third time. Like, do it again. You right. feel me? It's never gonna end. And that's yeah. why, like, that's why I'm real, like, taboo with those kind of situations. You know what I mean? Like, with people summoning my attention or my energy. Because, I mean, it's a slippery slope. It opens a certain door to where now you can kind of do that whenever you want. Mm. Whether you're trying to test and see if I'm going bite or what. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, um, like you mentioned, like now it breeds the type of attention and um, distraction that you don't even know. Like this could be, they don't even know they're distracting you. You feel me? They really excited. Got some shit to tell you mm-hmm. or they're a hater and they're intentionally putting roadblocks in your way. Mm-hmm. They intentionally putting the spikes out on your road and they know you where you driving at and where you going because mm-hmm. you told them. Mm-hmm. And you said too much about your plan and you talking to motherfuckers who don't want to see you succeed in that plan. So now they're going to make sure distractions are in your way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's when shit gets really messy because now not only are you dealing with, you know, your journey. Because if somebody trying to distract you, that's because you going places mm-hmm. and you on the move. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to take time for that to deal with this personal situation. And mm-hmm. most people can't balance... Hell, I still have a hard time. I work life balance. Mm-hmm. That's one of the hardest things ever because they're two completely different worlds. And you're trying to mash them together and they don't go together. You know what I mean? Because work is is not natural and life is. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Within just that eight hours. You know what I mean? Being behind them closed doors and stuff. And then you come out thinking, you know what I mean? You ain't missed nothing to know. Them eight hours? Nah, you missed a lot. You missed a you, whole and, lot. And it depends on how your mind worked in. So you could even miss much more or you doing damage to how your mind naturally works. You know what I mean? Like, that shit happened to me when I was at Chase. Like, I probably worked one of the worst shifts I ever worked in my life that first year. And it was at 12 to 9. And it was fucking terrible because... You come into work when the sun is out and you leave work with the sun down. So you really feel like you've been in this bitch all day. And the only way they sell it, it was a shit if I had to take because I had kids. So, you know what I mean? A lot of people with kids couldn't take the earlier shifts, which is what I wanted. Like the seven to five, seven to three type joint. Mm-hmm. I could do that and right. not complain. Because I still got my day. <laughs> yep. And this is kind of forcing me into my routine in a way. Because I have to get up early and I got to get my day going. And I, so that's something I already will be doing. So I'm not mad about that. Right. And then I'm here at work, distracting myself with work. So I'm not eating a bun, not doing all that I'm working. Mm-hmm. So now when I get my break, it's around lunch, which is around the first time I eat. You feel me? So it's like, all right, bet. Shit was falling in line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit was beautiful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They noticed that. <laughs> so now they don't distract you. Oh, okay. Uh, now nah, we switching shifts up. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. the senior people get to pick first. You feel me? So now they're going to force you on a different shift mm-hmm. just to keep you off balance. Yes. Just to keep throwing you off. Just to keep you distracted. Because now you still trying to live on that 7 to 3. Mm-hmm. But you're on a 12 to 9. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So now you distracting yourself. You getting in your own way. You mm-hmm. trying to force a square into that circle and it ain't going to work. Because life don't evolve. That's what they say at work. Life don't evolve around you. So when you go to your life, life no longer evolves around you then either. Because you had to alter everything. You probably can't pick up your kids. Now you can't pick up your kids. You don't have no time for your kids. And now you had to alter probably with, you know, the co-parenting them having to go get the kids. And the kids not having that time with you. Because right, what, 12? You know what I mean? Pretty much some things are just opening, so you're going to work, and then when you're getting off, everything's closed, baby sleep. You know what I mean? The routine goes on again, so you're pretty much disappearing with And your free schedule. day is gone. Yeah, it is. It's that going towards all the shit you couldn't do during the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, because you sleep the whole time when you And that 12 to 9 on Saturday was real. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was on Saturday. That seemed like when the most things was popping. Yeah, because I had a day off during the week. That's how they kind of do it. Well, that's your day. You can do doctor's appointments. And I got a hell of kids and hell of shit going on. Oh, I right. can't do all that shit in one that day. Yeah, like, that's not going to happen. You didn't even have two days off? 
Who's, who is this shit for? Like, who exactly. picks this? This is terrible. And it'd be like, you be there and you don't see none of the corporate yeah. mofos in there. Oh, I'm never. Thinking. Never. Do you hear me? After six, when everybody was leaving, we used to cut up. Oh, and yeah. the crazy thing is, from like 7.30 to 9, nobody was calling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason we should even be here. And that's why it was so good at Finian, because they had like a certain percentage, like when you do work, like that second, third shift or whatever. Um, like, you probably get like 15% more than during the day and stuff, yeah. but that's also that distraction. See, cause we, like, exactly, because we got yeah. that shit too, yeah. but... yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> I had child support coming out, yeah. 401k, that that extra dollar ain't mean ain't do, ain't nothing. do nothing. Nothing at all, but they made that shit sound and These motherfuckers good. got their happiness because they walking out this bitch happy as fuck. Yeah. Y'all just looking y'all at just them doing them the leftover work. You feel me? And y'all got to be here during the holidays. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's how some of the holidays work. Like, if you, like, during a certain day, the holiday probably won't hit or end to, like, you know, a certain time. So, say, like, 5 o'clock, but you don't come in till 9. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, you have to come in on Christmas. Yeah. You miss that little gap where everybody's off. You exactly. You feel what I'm saying? But at least... That don't apply to day. you. Exactly. So, you have to be here on those certain days. So, you definitely are sacrificing a lot. Like, oh, yeah. Like, try to say it's better than what it is. But there's loopholes, too. That's the kicker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how they had to get up, us, up off that because we was never on the phone. Exactly. That's but the how they beauty of y'all being gone is ain't nobody here. Mm-hmm. So, so, hopefully yeah. somebody at home checking what we doing, which y'all probably not. Mm-hmm. Y'all at home. You know what I mean? And all of that energy is being transferred out. That's why they think work's such a good place. Y'all workers taking all the bad energy home. Mm-hmm. And now y'all house got whole got to deal with that energy. And then you come back into work in a good place, feeling good in the morning. You feel like shit by the time lunch hit. Mm-hmm. You feel even worse before you leave. And you're taking all that energy home again. Mm-hmm. That's the cycle. And it's like, what? where do you get that me time? Where do you get that peace of mind seeing that now you'd have made it to where both places are toxic? You follow what I'm exactly. saying? So where do you find that staying still, you know, empty-mindedness and healing to recharge and stuff? But... Yeah. It's not a hey, at all. Yeah. That's we where the distraction comes from in the streets. The mm-hmm. casino, mm-hmm. the prostitutes, the drugs, yep. the alcohol. Yep. Which again is all distractions. Distractions. These addictions, distractions. Mm-hmm. You trying to focus on something so much you don't have to focus on what you need to focus on. So now you're just focusing on what you want. And when people usually get into that space is because they're going too long without getting what they want. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, fuck it, I'm going to just take what I want or I'm going to only get what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything else coming through here unless I want it. <laughs> right, exactly. Fuck what I need. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. No matter how it got here or whatever the case And the is. more you say that, you know, because again, nonverbal communications were like 85%, 80%. So the more you say that with your presence, your soul, your aura, you dig? You hearing that. Mm-hmm. Your mind is hearing that. And it's starting to adapt that. It's starting to send that signal, that message all through your body. Mm-hmm. And it's all starting to get on board. Yeah. You feel me? So the more now you telling yourself, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Like, you ain't doing this shit. You ain't going to get it done. And then distractions, like them drugs and stuff like that, it takes you to another reality for just a few seconds. Yeah. And next thing you know, you want to keep wanting to get back to them few seconds of that distraction. Yeah. Without, you know what I mean? So... It takes you away from ever even wanting to handle that situation. You it's the placebo. Yep. And because you're trying to use it as the cure. Mm-hmm. And it ain't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Uncle Bruce Lee said, like, psychedelics don't heal you. Mm-hmm. They show you the way. Mm-hmm. And you heal you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes the action behind that after you get out this hallucination. You know, after, yeah. after you get out, you got to actually manifest this dream. This is just a view. You need to manifest that into that reality that you got that shitty. Yeah. And you need to start creating within that because you, you know what I mean? That reality will create itself if you don't, which is how it goes because you're distracting it to the wants and the, the old desires from the past or whatever and mm-hmm. it not being here. But it's like you already, you already went into that desire. You already experienced yeah. that desire. But people can't even picture anything after that desire. So that mm-hmm. becomes a trap. So your mm-hmm. desire was just for that second. So now... You're pretty much dead to everything else, and you're just in that desire, wanting that type of desire, that one, yeah. that first high, that you know what I mean. People never get back. Period. Oh, for sure, you know? it's purgatory, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's karma. I feel like what has happened is 
you've gone into this psychedelic state or you've gone into this enlightenment Mm -hmm. looking for an answer and a cure to your distraction problems or whatever your problem is. And you went in there and got distracted. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now you're in the high and you're distracted. So you being a high person, Mm -hmm. which is usually a forgetful person. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fucking purgatory. That's living the same day over and over again. Now you got to get high again to remember why you initially was getting high to remember what you was initially trying to deal with when you got high. Because when you're in those trips, you're distracted. Mm-hmm. The message is over here. And the, it's the Bruno shit. I'm always going to bring up in Canto. <laughs> it's Bruno. How he kept looking at the same vision. Like, why are you showing me the same vision? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, look, it's a butterfly. It's this little... That is the message. Mm-hmm. But you right. looking at the trying to look at the big picture mm-hmm. and that's the distraction. Mm-hmm. The message is in the details. Right there. It's right. always in the details. Mm-hmm. So if you're not happens. looking for the details, you're never gonna find the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get high, yeah, you can go on a trip, yeah, you can learn the words of magic and being enlightened. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you're gonna reach that point. That don't even mean that point was meant for you to reach. Because if your mind isn't already at some point wiring itself to start preparing to being at this level, this level is not for you. This is not something you're just going to get old and figure out. Mm -hmm. You should have been working on that. That's why most of the motherfuckers, most geniuses were child prodigies. They were already showing this level of commitment and dedication to their passions as a child. That's what separated them from the other childs. Mm -hmm. All of these other kids were distracted by shiny keys and fucking playground sets Mm -hmm. and and TV commercials with toys on them. You dig Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. this kid knew their purpose. They knew, like, I'm going to be a medical doctor, so I need to start studying right now. I need to Mm -hmm. go meet and be around doctors. I need to go to medical conferences. I probably need to listen to some lectures from some doctors Mm -hmm. and some medical professionals. Mm -hmm. They were already working towards their passion. Mm -hmm. Most people now are being forced to work towards their passion. Mm -hmm. That's adulthood for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's back in the history. That's now today. That's been happening. That's nothing new. People aren't doing what they want to do. They're doing what they feel they are forced. So now when they have their free time and now when they have the time, they actually quote unquote have control over because somebody else controls the rest of their time. Mm -hmm. You dig? Mm -hmm. I've had to lose so many friends because of that because I felt like our friendship was operating around your job. And I don't have no fucking job. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. So if I want to go to the movies at 11 a.m., I can do that. Yeah. Well, wait till I get off at seven. No, I'm asleep by then. No, yeah, I will not. Yeah. I didn't seen it three times by the time you got off and didn't even have the energy to go. And I knew that was going to happen. That's why I went and seen it at 11. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Your work sounds exhausting. I knew you was going to be tired. Mm-hmm. See, me, I was working on myself. So I already feel good. I feel selfful. And I wouldn't seen the movie before I got in the thick of my day, just in case anything went left. Mm-hmm. So I'm already prepared for these things. But I can't be prepared if I'm waiting around for a situation that may never come. Because then I'm going to be waiting around forever right. to when you got the energy, when you're going to leave your job, when you're going to tell your boss off. Like, I don't, we're going to be waiting forever. Money. You yeah. feel me? If you ain't already putting in them steps in motion, mm-hmm. you ain't going to get there when you think you're going to get there. You further than you think you are. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Because this could be, it could hit different by then now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, the, the intent, the power behind it then definitely is lower than what it was when we first started. You know, 100%. when we first wanted to go. So, you're definitely going to miss other things because you're willing to be distracted and not really pay attention to all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, with certain children, like, when they do appreciate something, you know, more than just a glitz and glam, like, they start finding little little gadgets, little pieces, like, hidden in there. Like, oh, this is right here. You know what I mean? And it pops up to something bigger. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're observing and you're kind of like, staying still with that you're more in appreciation of it and mm-hmm. letting that thing be what it is you know what yeah. i mean it's not like when you do see this glitz and glamour you hop on it and chaos mm-hmm. just seems to come out because you didn't know how to handle this situation when you got here because you never thought you was gonna get here so then you become a distraction to everybody else that do get to this point naturally because it's like damn how you get here though like mm-hmm. you know da, da, da. like right before they even get to the finish line you stopping them at where they at to see how the fuck they got here you know what I mean? It's right. like, that's where the toxicity, toxicity, whatever toxicity. you want to call it. Thank you. And that's where it comes in at. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're distracted now 
not willing to move on to the next level, you're distracted by oh well, who all, who else got here? You know who yeah. who else did this? Like well, how did you get here? That like you know other shit that don't really matter. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like you're not really paying attention to what really is going on because like that butterfly, like you said, looking at it symbolically, yeah. <laughs> like that butterfly is the opening to the actual level that you're supposed to be exactly. on. You know what I mean? But that average door right there that everybody's probably going to go to probably will take you to another sunken place or will probably yeah. will take you, you know what I mean? Level. Right back to where the fuck you were. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like that cycle, people enjoy that because that's where their comfortability is. You know what I mean? That's where they yeah. know, you know, and people who don't let you know, kind of let go and be still and kind of let the unknown create with you, you know what I mean? You're just kind of not looking at the real keys of what's going on. you just kind of panicking, like, okay, I remember I had to do this, I had to do that. But you don't remember, like, okay, yeah, we gave you the second chance, but it's like, in yeah. reality, like, we're not giving you the second chance to do the same thing again. Exactly. We're giving it to you so as you can see, this probably wasn't what the fuck it was that you are supposed to be doing anyway. So. Yeah. Supposed to change your standards, your values to where, oh, it's something bigger and better. So let me go ahead over here. You feel what I'm saying? Besides, yeah. so stay on the same path that brought my ass right back to where the fuck I am. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely get the symbology and how you would look at, you know, the smaller things that would get you to a bigger thing than what you think this picture is actually presenting to you. What you think this picture means when it really is not what that is. And everybody, you know, that, that, takes away the passion of the experience that people actually went through to get here because we don't mm-hmm. have the limitations and the little you know little thoughts like am i doing it right and da, 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 blah, blah. it's just we're flowing with it you feel what i'm saying because right. where our spirit is guiding us so these little sprinkles and specks over here really catch our attention because it's like you know what i mean like it's that curiosity in it but it's something yeah. that we do to you know what i mean ourselves that just grab like we all just went into it like you know oh it's self-inflicted and that everything you just described you know what i mean is why you have to constantly assess every situation you're in mm-hmm. it's why you have to focus on the small details because i feel like a lot of people's issue in that sense is once they start seeing the bigger details like they broaden their view to where now they can only see the bigger details like, if you're zoomed in to a certain, you know what I mean, like, height, and it's small enough, you can only see that area, you feel me, mm-hmm. that little square. But if you zoom out too far, you can't see any of the little squares. You just see one big, giant image. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening with a lot of people. You're not paying attention to the small details, and that's where the issues is happening at. Mm-hmm. And you don't see any issues. You see one big picture. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you looked at the Earth from space, you wouldn't be able to see a, a house fire. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You too far out. You have to zoom in to see something like that. Mm-hmm. So the issue is now when you're not assessing every single situation, things are becoming distractions that you don't, you're not aware that they're becoming distractions. Mm-hmm. So discipline is needed on many levels now, not just the discipline to stay away from distractions, but discipline comes up in new areas. Like for example, when you have friendships, and you outgrow those friendships. You now have a discipline and a responsibility to either make sure that friendship is coming on the same page as you or disconnecting yourself from that friendship because now they're going to become a distraction in your life. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How you naturally should live your life. We are curious beings, curious creatures. The way that we heal that anxiety is you give yourself answers and you give yourself answers of truth. And then questions that are just open-ended and have no answer, you don't even wrap your mind around it. You don't even worry about trying to find an answer for this situation. You dig? But a lot of the distractions now come self-inflicted when you're not answering these questions. You feel me? Do I really like broccoli? So now every time you come up with broccoli and somebody asks you, you got to go through that same question process. Mm -hmm. Versus just eating the shit and accepting I like it or I don't. Mm-hmm. Or not eating it and accepting I don't want to ever eat it and leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. But if you got to ask yourself and question yourself, it's because you don't know. So now this has become a distraction. So this is why I live my life. The way I live my life, I try so many new things because I was curious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm afraid of heights. Damn, would I ever get on the airplane? Fuck it. Got on the airplane. Like, oh, okay, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Got on the helicopter. Okay, I could do this. 
Bungee jumping. I would never do this. <laughs> Some white people shit. I'm cool. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So now when I get up to that plateau, it doesn't matter who's with me. It doesn't matter what the fuck is going on or what they talking about. I don't do bungee jumping. Yep. Oh, but I do it in this person. And that's cool. And that's fine. And that's dandy. That sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I don't do it. Mm-hmm. And nothing you can say is going to make... Because now you're that. becoming a distraction to my life because I know I, I said what it was. Mm-hmm. So if you're not respecting what it is, you're a distraction. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get me off the path I've already chose to walk on. Mm-hmm. So either you can walk with me or step off. You mm-hmm. dig? Mm-hmm. But you don't get to deter me. You don't get to change my trajectory. Mm-hmm. You're not that powerful. If you was, you would be doing that in your own life. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not strong enough to be changing my path. You ain't never made a path. You mm-hmm. dig? Mm-hmm. How would you even know how to do it and where to go? Right. And you still learning. You feel me? So all of those is distractions. Yeah. That's why I'm just so personal about everything. You know what I mean? Because I'm purposeful about everything. Yeah. So a distraction feels like a personal attack. This is disrespect. This is blatant disrespect. Hot motions. Especially after, you know, you done know me for some time. And I'm sure you done heard me say several times the things that I'm saying now. Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. made a choice. Somewhere in your life that what you got going on is more important than what I got going on. More you dig? That's the utmost you. respect. Yeah. Disrespect. You it feel is. me? Like, And it's not because you wanted to interfere. It's because look at what the fuck you got going on. How could you possibly think that was more important than what I got going on? Mm-hmm. You feel me? You're delusional. Mm-hmm. You're mentally ill. We yeah. should have been talking in another sense. Yeah, and, right. a, and a client, you know what I mean? <laughs> like therapist yeah. sense, cause you not you not all there, yeah. and that's why I have to come out with people because they live in that world with a lot of other people where they have that much control and that much range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That manipulation. Don't come in my house with dirty shoes, though. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna address you mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. I don't care if everybody else lets you stand on their couch with muddy shoes. Don't come in my house with muddy shoes. Exactly. Flat out. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that, don't come in my house. Mm-hmm. See, these things are simple. So when we enter in conversations now and people are speaking on things you're not qualified to speak on, you knew you wasn't qualified to speak on this. So I'm not going to feel bad in what's coming in return because you're trying to distract me from my purpose. And who gave you that higher authority? You must be saying you you my God or something. You dig? Like, who you trying to say you are through your actions? Because those say a lot. And I read all of that. So just because you be around motherfuckers that don't know how to read them languages don't mean you're going to speak to me any kind of way, you did? Yeah, because that brings in your self-value. You yeah. Know? And that's someone telling you your self-value because it may be just your luck. You do that bungee cord because of that mofo and you hit your head. You oh, man. Like, bro, because and that's how I always see it going. Because of you. That's and how that I always see it going. And what you doing <laughs> over here kicking like, damn. That, Every time. That show is fucked up. Because sometimes that's your ancestors distracting you. Yes. You dig what I'm saying? Yes. Sometimes you walking in that motherfucking house you shouldn't be talking to and they done tripped your ass up the steps. That means go home. Yeah. And I'm that type of nigga. I'm going home. You hear me like, all right, you ain't got to tell me but once. I'm you going home. Because you probably already had another sign before you actually got to that physical sign. So you, yeah, you did what that. I'm saying? You Any little sign. Mm-hmm. I done mm-hmm. pulled up with shady people doing shady business. Mm-hmm. Something happened out of place or something dart across. Mm-hmm. That distraction and I catch it, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm that going home. Oh, I'm going home. Like, yeah, That's the ancestor saying something, something about to happen. They about to set you up. Yep. Yep. Something she got a nigga in there waiting for you to walk in. Yep. They about to try to rob you. We'll I go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good distractions because I was so focused on, oh, we about to come here and kick it. We going to drink. We going to smoke. We going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This nigga ain't been liking you the whole time. He got five mm-hmm. niggas in here ready to rob your ass. Mm-hmm. But you so eager to kick it with Buddy and hang it. I ain't seen boy in years. And, man, we're going to get it right. And it's probably because of how y'all left things. Mm-hmm. See, I don't care around that kind of guilt. So I don't have these type of situations. Yeah, yeah. You I'm dig? I'm trusting my instincts so they get stronger. We got some. We got to make up for this or something. One plus like, one equals two, and when that ain't adding up, it's cause shit ain't adding up. Yep, and it's like, <laughs> like say, I'm a skedaddle. Say like during that week, you may have seen certain things pop up on the news or certain yeah. things kind of catch your attention more than it would usually, yeah. especially if it pops up in threes. You feel what I'm saying? Like that is not a distraction. Yeah, that's that a, a message. Yeah, for real. So we definitely. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because. 
people would think they're distractions, but if you see it once, okay, maybe you should see it twice, start paying attention, see it third time, or now you need to fucking do something about it. You, yeah. need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's been right here. It's been put in your face. You feel me? And just like certain situations, like, you know, on a regular, we probably wouldn't be all kicking it. You know what I mean? And it's exactly. like, and why is it so eager to do this right now? But I've been having so many things stopping me from going to this. You know what I mean? So yeah. it kind of makes you sit the fuck down and be self, you know, be self-full and generate or destroy some shit. Like, what's making sense and what doesn't? Like, you've seen this three or four times today. And your, you know, your anxiety, like we were speaking about before, is starting to amplify. And mm-hmm. your seed is signed again. It may be too late. So, you need to go ahead and hop on that. Yeah. Like, you you know, them signs definitely become... And that's why we can't just label shit good, bad. Everything has good and bad. Yep. You dig what I'm saying? Because now that just goes to show sometimes your anxiety is your superpower. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, I am a serial overthinker. I've been like that my whole life. I'm yeah. going to be like that the rest of my life. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm cautious. You're balanced. And I'm aware. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think, I really think about shit. Even if it's going to put me in like a mood and emotion and like in my feels. Mm-hmm. But that's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think through it. I think in it. Mm-hmm. I, I think about how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think about how I'm going to feel afterwards. Like So when you start applying all these things to your life, you'll realize that they can be working for you. And your mindset and how you use or abuse them is why they're working against the you. The way they are, yep. Or they're working for you. It depends on, again, using or abusing these things. And then... You start to be able to master the technique to where you don't need the technique. You can just use symbolism. Mm -hmm. You dig? I don't have a guide for my symbolism. I had to learn like it's my it's it's how I interpret it. Mm -hmm. So to a negative person's mindset, when you understand numbers and you keep seeing nine one one, you think it's something about to go wrong. Mm You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I see 911, it's definitely an emergency because it is an emergency. Mm-hmm. But it's telling me you need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's pinching me up, you dig? And that's them same butterflies I get before I compete. And them butterflies are not saying you are nervous. Those butterflies are helping me differentiate between what's going on because most of my time is spent studying and training. Mm-hmm. So them butterflies, this 911 is saying, this is no longer training. This is the real deal. It's yeah. showtime, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't practice. Yeah. This this is it. This yeah. is the show. So like, pay attention. Yep. 911 alert, nigga. Yep. Lord, pay attention. Like, from 9 to 10 to 11. You, you feel me? So we're now 10 to 11. So it's now in action. So that shit that you went through and practiced for, no longer a drill, which is at 10. Mm-hmm. No, we're at 11. We are out of the drill. We're in the yeah, salute, the, the process of shit. So it definitely, you know, it definitely brings a lot of sight to shit. Like, because when you go to certain situations, that could be your death right there. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it's like, um, when you do realize certain things, like, it's a healing also. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it kind of... Uh, like we said, brings up your self value and stuff yeah, like that. It sets you free. Your intuition starts to come. Exactly, mm-hmm. your intuition starts to come into play. So it's like if you've been knocking your intuition all this time, you're not gonna be able to know the difference between good butterflies and bad butterflies. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because I was going through that battle for a little bit. Because yeah. I would get butterflies every time I, I still get butterflies all the time. So we have do. to break yeah. that intuition down to know which which signal is trying to throw off, you know, or which yeah. signal is trying to give us. So, because it's like, it'll happen, like, you know, thrills, roller coaster ride, butterflies, yeah. you feel me, you know, you meet someone that's butterflies, you feel me, but then it's like, you also get them butterflies right before somebody about to, you feel me, about yeah. to shoot up the place. You just got that yeah. feeling, like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's something. And you get that same feeling, but it's a way of the process. You gotta balance that feeling out. Like yeah. you know, when when this feeling's coming wide, then that's when the numbers in. and everything. Exactly. That's when the numbers and everything start coming in. Cause the answer, you know, the divine is gonna give you a whole formation. 
not yeah. just one little thing to cause chaos. You feel Absolutely. what I'm saying? So you, you need gotta, because that tap in is a process. Mm-hmm. It, that's mm-hmm. that instance which I'm sure everybody has been in this instance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One or two, or if not both. You know what I mean? But one of them is that instance of instantly when something embarrassing happens. Yeah. And you just got to stop and process like, okay, yeah, how do I fix it? who's seen it? <laughs> <laughs> Am I hurt? Can I get up? Because I'm on the ground. Can I get up? Am I going to look crazy trying to I get up? You hear me. You dig what I'm saying? Like, you have to process it. And then it's that other one. Everybody has it. It goes off. It's that silent, loud noise. When a motherfucker get called out in public. <laughs> and everybody hold their breath like, is this motherfucker talking to me? You hear me? Let me find out. That nigga know. That nigga. No, I got to beat a nigga up today. You hear me? This is nigga he... talking about me. You feel me? I feel like hey, nigga, the red shirt. Do I got... Do I do got Say fucking less, bro. How you many hear other me? niggas in here got red shirts? You hear so me? I'm going to just go ahead and take... I'm going to just go ahead and take this. You feel me? Because I'm... And I that, like and that is... Like, everybody has some type of emotions. And they're intensified depending on your life and what you've been through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is now where you start getting to where PTSD is affecting these things. It's now becoming a distraction in your life. And I had that shit still. Those instances still happen to me this day. I don't. I don't think certain things will ever leave us. We just learn how to maneuver with them. But mm-hmm. I have certain triggers. You dig? Like mm-hmm. I have hella triggers. I just know how to. I really know how to move and control myself. Mm-hmm. But one of them is fucking people beeping their horn in traffic. I always feel like you beeping it at like you're on my yeah. back, like yeah. be yeah. like. <laughs> Like, I want to get out, like, road rage be real. Yeah, you talking Yeah, to like, is you yelling at me? Like, who you? Yeah. And I see somebody doing something dumb and trying to be like, oh, you beeping oh, at them. Okay, my bad. But it really felt like you was beeping at me, <laughs> dog. <laughs> like. Yeah, I definitely had that situation. Like, oh. The fuck you beeping I'm at? I'm just with the shit off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just off Nigga the shit. Nigga ran around like, oh, you talking about that? Oh, you talking about him? Oh, okay. yeah, he okay. is. Yeah. Yeah, he is an idiot. You right. Yeah, my bad. My bad. My, my shit, you right. And that does, you know, distract <laughs> us from a lot of yeah. truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of our experience, like, man, I've been betrayed before off that shit, and I don't want to go down it again. Yeah. So it definitely brings limitations to some things. Because somebody else may give you that same offer, but actually mean something off of it. You know what I mean? But then it's like, since that one fucked it up, you're not giving no other one a chance. Yeah. So you're not even going to ever go down that path ever again. So you'll never be able to see the gold at the end. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's just like, but it was meant for you too, but since that one fuck up, yeah, you're not going to you take off the game. Yeah, it did. And that's it what is. you needed because yeah. at the end of the day, you know what I mean? That's what's going to set you free. Mm-hmm. That's what fear is. It's just a distraction. Mm-hmm. And we all get afraid of things. I mean, we all get fearful of things. But to be afraid is to be so fearful. This is allowing you not to do something. Mm-hmm. Especially something that you wanted to do. I refuse to live like that way. Yeah. But I acknowledge fear. Fear is a real thing. But mm-hmm. I just live in a space now. I'm going to do it anyway. Yes. And that's the part that sets you free. You've mm-hmm. done so many things that you were fearful of. I've conquered so many phobias. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had many. Because I had fucking... My mom was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, don't do this, you get a pneumonia. Don't do that, you break your neck. So I had so many... And I was an overthinker already. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm dealing with autism and shit. So my mind was already thinking differently about the... It was creating these things. Every time she would say something, and I'd go into a different realm or something, I was creating that shit. Because I didn't realize... You know where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. I would just get there, and now it's this big dinosaur. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the like, fuck? Where did you come I'm chasing from? around. I come back to the house. She's like, yeah, we got dinosaur nuggets. You. Oh. It's been you. <laughs> You're the source. What did I do? You're the source. And put a coat on. You're gonna get pneumonia. It's you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you, and that's the thing. But I like, allowed it because I didn't know any better. I was a child. You did. Right, so when you get thing. older, that's why you have to heal that stuff mm-hmm. because you can no longer make that excuse. Well, yeah. mommy didn't do this. You know, dad did that. Like, you gotta heal that shit. You gotta find your own closure. And I feel like that's why and where the divine comes in at. Because, like we said before, some of them battles, we were not the ones that set them up like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were given to us. And for the fact that 
like say you were a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them things is just out of and you don't want it to be stuff. your mom and dad. You exactly. don't want it to be your family that's exactly. fucking you up. Mm-hmm. It, no kid, you don't yeah. want that. So you're fighting against yourself. Yeah, yeah. You and your you, worst out. Yeah, and it's like, and it's not fair for, but it's that's how you had to survive. You know, that's yeah. how you had to work. But it's still like in the in the bigger source of it's like it's not fair because you didn't have to face that you know but you had to face that and it wasn't fair to me at the time and that's where humility comes from you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because all the boys and kids i'm gonna help they needed me to go through that Mm -hmm. and they needed me to win Mm -hmm. and that brings out your humbleness and your power for real because others would have played victim of that you feel me and become like the worst you know just like you know the apple don't fall too far from the tree so you would have been that reflection you feel what i'm saying so but for the fact that you actually took the butterfly from the darkest scene ever mm-hmm. you feel what i'm saying actually went with that that shows the power of your you know your innocence like your power of your you know your true self you know mm-hmm. because you didn't let all that other shit take you down that hall you feel what i'm saying especially with that being your mother yeah you know like that's people call their moms like they're god you know what i mean right. so it's like that can devour everything all hopes everything Hell for yeah. a child you know what i mean you could become that villain you know and for the fact that you didn't oh man the divine yeah. just works so many ways it's like you know you're no longer a fool you were never a fool Absolutely. you know what i mean and 